Zorba the Greek by Nikos Kazantzakis, dramatized for radio in two episodes by Nick McCarty, with Robert Stevens as Zorba, Michael Maloney as Nikos, and Mary Wimbush as Hortense. Zorba the Greek. Zorba has left Crete in order to purchase equipment that will allow transportation of logs from the mountains down to the sea. While Zorba has been away, a tragedy has occurred. A young man has drowned himself for love of the widow whose presence so disturbs the peace of the village. I've been in the mountains for two days, trying to understand the words of Buddha at the riverside. I came back in the cool of the afternoon. There was a curl of smoke from the tin can that served as a chimney. Zorba was back. You will have to forgive me, boss. Ah, you're back. <laughs> What's it matter? No, I... boss, I... I had to spend some of your money. It was an insult. <sighs> and uh, I had to save our honour. Look, boss, I can tell you. You're a sort of confessor to me, boss. Uh, uh... Right or wrong, you don't give a damn, you... Hold out the damn sponge and flap the towel. Like God. You wipe it all out. I thought I was going off my head. No, just slowly. Slowly, Zorba. No, I can't go slowly, boss. I, I was in this cabaret. You know how it is. I had a roll of drachma notes. I left a generous tip for the waiter and she'd seen this Lola. Did I tell you her name? Yes. Well, you can imagine the rest, boss. I wake up around midday and look around, and what do I see? A charming little room. Easy chairs, wash basin, soaps and scents and uh, mirrors of all sizes. And next to me, in bed, warm, scented, and with ruffled hair of... Ah, you were a female of the species? Every man has his paradise. For you, it will be stocked full of books and big demijohns of ink. For some brandy, for others money. For me... Oh, yes, no, I know. A, a, a charming little room, bright dresses, scented soaps, a, a big bed with good springs. Uh, no, I know. I... I, I saw to our business, too. Uh -huh. The stuff will be here in... Uh, like the cables, the ropes, everything. We're not in a hurry, are we? Which is just as well. I feel 20, boss. The body looks a bit older, maybe, but... <laughs> All this stuff! God, how it rains! It's Easter, boss. Present. For? Little Bubulina. Who else, boss? You didn't go and see the widow while I was away, did you, boss? No, certainly not. Mm. You could have a bar of soap. Little Easter offering. Oh, thank you very much. What a presence of my money. <sighs> Come on, boss. You've forgotten the important thing. What? The marriage wreaths, of course. What? What do you mean? You and your lovesick siren. I, uh... I told her you were pining away for her. We're buying the wedding wreaths and white candles and a dress and... 
What do you come back with? I mean, it's a bar of soap and an umbrella. You shouldn't have done that, if you don't mind my saying so. That sort of joke. Women are weak creatures, boss. How many times do I have to tell you? They have to be handled like porcelain vases. Yes, well, I... she won't take it seriously. Did you bring the cable and the tools? Everything, boss. I even bought you a large box of halva. Uh, with nuts? With nuts. Oh. <laughs> so, Holy Week is coming. It's time we went and got those fat pigs in the monastery to sign the documents for the forest before they see the cable strung down the mountain and get too excited. It's no that... good being lackadaisical. Time's going by. We've got to get down to it, start raking it in, start loading ships and make up for what we've spent. That trip to Candia cost a packet. Don't I know it? Oh, come on, boss, what can I do? <laughs> God, oh, the devil. God. Here she is. Remember. Oh, she scented out a Zorba smell in the air, and here she comes, the old bitch. Remember what? You promised to marry her. Don't make me a liar now. Oh, Come. marry again, boss. I've had my belly full. Zorba, Zorba. Courage. Ah, Bubulina! <laughs> not a word from you, boss. I'll talk to the abbot. I know how to deal with them. Just a, just leave it to Zorba. Turn back, Christians! Uh, you take my advice. Turn back. It's not the virgin's orchard you'll find there, but Satan's pigsty. Shut up and hold that mule. Your brother who? Zacharias, poverty, humility, chastity, <laughs> money, pride, and young boys is their holy trinity. A joker, boss. Well, you could take us, show us the way. You've been sent from heaven. I can't bear it there. All night Christ moans and stops me sleeping, and I moan with him. And the abbot, may he roast in hell forever, sent for me early this morning. Yeah? He raised his cross, the Antichrist, and look! He took off his monk's cap and showed us a patch of congealed blood. Come back with us! What will you give me? What do you want? Two pounds of salt cod and a bottle of brandy. Brandy? <laughs> you wouldn't, by any chance, have a sort of devil inside you, Zachariah? I... How'd you know? And he'd like cod and brandy, would he? Yes, he would, damn him. Does he smoke? The plague rot him. He smokes. Then let him smoke. Yeah, one of these. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, the devil's name? You remember this, boss. It'll be good for your book. <laughs> Joseph. And he pulled open one of our saddlebags. Hold on. It's Holy Monday today. Stop licking your chops. We're Freemasons, so we'll eat meat and chicken, God forgive us. You, there's halva and a few olives for your saintly guts. Well, I'll have olives and fresh bread. Joseph will have chicken and wine from your good. He's a devil after all. He's very like you, Zorba. Father, why did you want to become a monk? Monk? 
As I thought God must like fun and laughter. I truly thought he'd enjoy a little buffoon, <laughs> that I'd be in paradise as a buffoon. I wanted so much to please him, to make him laugh. Yes. Yes. He is a bit like me. <laughs> Remember, boss, leave this to me. God be with you all. Is there a newspaper in the saddlebag? Is there any news? I looked round and thought that here one could cultivate a, a gentle, sober spirit, surrounded by rocks and pine trees. Perfection might be possible. And all around us, cunning eyes, insatiable lips, beards, moustaches, and the stink of he-goats. We ate with them. Fat-lipped men slobbering over the novices. And then spent the night in a cell. <gasps> Zorba. Zorba! Don't flap, boss. Let them settle their accounts, the swine. It was a gunshot. Who the devil are you? My son. My son. It's all right, boss. Come in, little abba. Don't be afraid. We're not monks, we needn't worry. Zolba, show more respect. We'll give him a drink and he'll recover his senses. Maybe. Here, go and drink it. Oh, most Thank holy you, father. Son. Most holy father. Yeah. That was a gunshot. Uh, imperishable rose. Fruitful of the fine source of miracles. I'm an old man. Key to paradise. Mother for the orphan. Table. Food. Peace. There are 77 <laughs> kinds of madness, so I've heard. This must be the 78th. Cover him with a blanket and let's get out of this cell. Brother. Brother, we must go. Zachariah, my friend. It was a gunshot. Come with me. I show you. I show you. Come. We went to the small chapel. There on the door of the sanctuary, the glittering figure of the Archangel Michael, with outspread wings and unsheathed sword. Zachariah rushed to his feet and knelt there. Don't look away, boss. Is that young monk, Father Demetrius, young novice? He moved! The Archangel moved! He gave me a sign. Burn it, he said. Burn it. Raise my own sword and smite! Who killed him? Was it Demetrius? Come on, you stinking old goat. Who was it? He gave a sign. They shall burn. First, you'll do what I say. Boss, give me the money and the papers. Go and find the mules and get them ready. I've got the fat hogs where I want them. Come on, Zachariah. Surprisingly, I sat in the sun under the trees and listened to the end of matins, and saw the monks file out with heads bowed and their black cowls hanging over their shoulders. What a pity that such austerity and nobility should be without a soul. Lars! We're off! Settled? Yes, of course. I got the forest in my pocket and the seven thou Lola Costas. Oh, you keep it. Keep it, Zorba. A present from me. Burn a candle to the Virgin, you've sinned again. Ah, Zachary! Yeah, you can buy 200 pounds of salt cod. Stuff yourself witless on it. Paraffin. I shall buy paraffin. In the dark, 
when they're asleep, the bearded old goats, and there must be a good wind. You only need soap, some rags or cotton waste, sprinkle the walls and the wooden stairs, put a light to it. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Don't be. Didn't the archangel order you to do it? Put your trust in paraffin and the grace of God, and good luck to you. Right, boss, go. Did you find anything about the gunshot? Don't worry about it. Demetrius killed the nice little young monk. And there you have it. Why? Questions, boss. Don't try his old filth and foulness. <laughs> Give me your curses, holy father. <laughs> Let's go, boss. What do you mean, boss? Why do you keep me waiting so long? Oh, can't you see I'm burning away, wasting away? I don't show myself in the village. I'm disgraced. Oh, come on, my little siren. No. I'm cruel. Disgraced. I shall kill myself. You didn't even bring the marriage leaves. Her plump little hand trembled on his knee. The last inch of solid ground to which this poor creature of a thousand and one shipwrecks could cling. The, uh... Why didn't you bring the marriage trees, darling? They haven't any good ones in Candia. I've, I've written to Athens for them. I've ordered some white candles and sugared almonds with a chocolate flavor. Oh, Bubulina. Oh. And you Wait till you see the bridal gown I've ordered for you, my oh, love. I sent for two big fashion designers from Athens, and I told them, Look, the woman I'm going to marry has no equal. Oh, Acknowledge queen of four powers. Oh. Now... A widow. I want her bridal gown to have no equal either. All silk and pearls and gold stars. And they protested that the guests would be blinded by such magnificence. Never mind. What does it matter? As long as my beloved is satisfied. Oh, Zorba. Zorba, I've brought you something tonight. What? My courtesan? Here, my handkerchief. And undo the knot in the corner. Please, please undo it. Let, let me have my smoke first. Hey, boss. We'll have Sirocco tomorrow. The weather's changed. Trees will swell, and so will young girls' breasts, uh. bursting out of their bodices. <laughs> Spring's a rogue, an invention of the devil. But please, undo the knot. In the spring, the devil reigns. Belts slack, blouses unbuttoned, old ladies sigh. Hey, 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 Bubulina. Hands off! So, uh, please. So, 
What's in the knot, anyway? Rings. Little rings, my treasure. Wedding rings. And here is a witness. Uh, uh, God bless him, the night is beautiful. God is watching, let's get engaged, Zorba. <laughs> he looked at me as if to say, look at the mess I'm in now because of you. <laughs> he looked at the rings and at the wretched woman. Zorba, my Zorba. Suddenly, he clapped his hands, leapt up. Yay! Yeah. outside. Beneath the stars, so the god himself can see us. You carry the rings, boss. Can you chant? Uh, No, it doesn't matter. I'll do it. Did I ever tell you I was once a choir boy? Uh, I learned all the church songs by heart. uh, Come on, my bubalina. (laughs) Hoist your sails, my little frigate. Come on. Blessed be to the Lord in the world without end. Amen. <laughs> Do your stuff, Bob. <coughs> I was doing my best not to laugh. I, standing there on the edge of the sea with that poor, fat, wrinkled old woman. Come on, boss. I can still give joy to the female of the species. Come on. <coughs> oh. Remember it anyway. Um, now, let's get the ticklish part over. Rings. The rings, boss. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Hold out your little hand, Bubulina. Oh, yes, yes. The fat hand, lined with washing and housework, was held out to me, trembling. Zorba yelled and roared like a dervish. The servant of God, Alexis... Is affiance to the servant of God, Hortense, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Good. That's done. Till the next time. Come here, my sweet. Let me give you the first respectable and legitimate kiss you've ever had. Oh, Zoma. Alexis and Zoma, come to me, my love. Hold hold off. Hold off. Hold off. This is Shrove Tuesday. Hold off, it's it's Lent. But my Zorba... Patience, patience. My love, wait, wait, wait until Easter. Look, we'll eat meat then and crack red eggs. Now, now, what will folk think if they see you hanging about here till this time of the night? Boss, don't leave us alone, for God's sake. I'm not in the mood. Easy there! Let go of the rope! Let go! Get the first post in good and deep! Adonis! Get the first shackles on! Right! Menodarchus! 
just a foot to the left. And the first of the great pylons was raised. The priest was there, spraying holy water and blessings while the men heaved another pylon. May this be founded on a solid rock. Heave! However, let neither wind nor water shake it. Heave! May God bless the work and give you the wealth of Abraham and Isaac. Amen. Finished? Yes. Blessing on you too, Zorba. Every 50 yards, the workmen dug a hole, put in a post and went on making a beeline for the summit of the hill. Zorba measured and calculated and gave orders. He did not rest, nor eat, nor smoke the whole day, and the next, and the next, until Easter Day came and we had to celebrate the rising of the Christ. Zorba. Why the hurry? Well, you see, I don't know if I've chosen the right slope or not. If I haven't, uh, we're done for. So the sooner I see if we're ditched, the better it'll be for us. Uh-huh. Right, boss? <laughs> oh, God. Zorba! Easter Day. If I were you, I'd throw myself into life, into work, wine, love, uh, everything. I fear nothing. If there is a God, I shan't be afraid to appear in front of him, even if I have broken all his commandments a thousand times over. God enjoys himself, kills, eats, commits injustice, loves women, wine. If a lovely woman walks by, doesn't your heart leap? You think God's doesn't? By God... I shall go and dance, and you can, you can, you can do as you wish. We walked on down to the village and the music and the dancing. Suddenly, I stopped, as if I had come to my destination, the young widow's house. I could hear Zorba's words, throw yourself at everything, fear nothing, wine, women, and the widow woman was humming as she cut branches of lemon blossom. Who's there? Who is it? It's me. It's me. Let me in. Who? with the tip of her tongue. I can still smell lemon blossom. I remember... And I I remember I, I nearly ran away. I was so afraid. And later, back at the sea, much later... Oh, 
my blessing on you, Nikos. I woke from dreams of orange water and the smell of laurel oil with which Cretan women dress their hair. Mister? Huh? Hey, mister. Hey, what, what is it? Madame Hortense sent me to ask you to come. She's in bed. Uh-huh. Uh, are you the one they call Zorba? Uh, no. Uh, he's up in the forest. I'll come. Hey, here, here. Have an Easter egg. I hurried down through the village, across the square where Fanurio, the lyre player with an April rose behind his ear, was lauding it with the dancers. Oh, Christ is reborn indeed. Stay! Dance with us, boss, if you want to. Look, another time. Look, I have to see someone. <laughs> and we know who. Shut your mouth, idiot. Mimikos was wrong anyway. It was the wrong widow. Hortense was in bed. She had a high fever and was not well. You need a doctor. No, I need Zorba. Where is my Zorba? Now, he heard you were sick and he fell ill too. Uh, he, he holds your photograph and he keeps sighing. Oh, no. if, he, if he can, he'll come this evening. He had a telegram from Athens. Yes. Yes. Uh, the wedding clothes are ready and the wreaths. They should be here soon. Oh, go on. Into the room from the yard came the pungent odour of the excrement of hens and rabbits. I found Mimiko and told him to run to Carlo village and to get a doctor and to hurry. Yes, boss. Right away, boss. I took a bottle of rose water up to your place from you-know-who. The doctor Mimikos now. It's for putting in your hair, she said. To make me smell good. Good going! Right away. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. We used to say, Zorba and I, that if one of us was facing death or danger, he would think hard of the other and warn them. I wondered then who Madame Hortense would think of. Zorba? Admiral Cannavaro? Or one of the others she had shipwrecked with? I walked back through the village square where the dance was led by a tall... Handsome youth, his head thrown back, arms wide, feet pounding the earth, eyes gleaming. Uncle Anagnosti, who is the boy? Sifakas, the shepherd. All year he keeps his flocks in the mountains, and at Easter he comes to dance. My God, if I had his soul, I'd take Constantinople by storm. I'm sure. No, the widow... See, on the other side of the square. Look, she's going into the church. Where is she? The bitch. The bitch. She was carrying an armful of lemon blossom. Get the slut out of the church! She stepped out of the door of the church. A stone hit her and another. She covered her face with her hands and screamed. Then Manolakis pulled out his knife. She backed away from him to the church door. Her way was blocked by old Mavrandoni. It's Christ's name! Somebody should do something about it. Kill her! Kill her! Knives appeared from all around as they closed to her. Kill her! No! Leave her! She's mine. 
cousin drowned on her account. His blood cries to you. Give him peace. Please. It wasn't my fault. If he tried, I, I didn't encourage. Please. Don't. Please. Don't. Have pity on her. The poor woman. Wait. I'm not a woman. Don't ask me to have pity. I'm a man. He crossed himself and stepped into the churchyard, raised his knife as the old women went on calling. She collapsed like a wounded heifer when she saw the blade. Her hair covered the ground, her neck throbbing, glistened in the half-light. I call on God's justice. Lie knife, you murderer! Look at you! Aren't you ashamed? Fine lot of men you are. A whole village to kill a single woman. You'll disgrace the whole of Crete. You mind your own business, Sorber. Keep your nose out of ours. Menelachus, in the name of Christ and the Holy Virgin, strike! No! Even though as I sit in my garden under the lemon trees, I see the struggle. Zorba took the knife from the young man eventually and threw it over the wall. He called to the widow to come with him. Too late. Come with me! Old Mavalandoni took her by the hair, wound the long black tresses three times round his arm to haul her head back, and with a single blow, cut off her head and threw it into the doorway of the church. I take responsibility for this sin. How many years for the earth to succeed in making a body like that? You looked at her and you said, if only I was twenty. And a whole race of men disappeared from the earth. And only that woman remained. And I gave her children. Not children. Gods. And now those miserable old wrecks live. I'm going for a walk. And I? I who had known her so shortly, so well. I did what scribblers do all the time. I transposed reality. Took away the blood and the bones and made it abstract. I even came to the conclusion that what happened was necessary. I arrived at this abominable consolation and said it was part of the universal harmony. I surround the death of the widow with artifice and images, like bees around a starving drone cased in wax to stop it stealing their honey. I found the widow subject to the great laws of existence, reconciled with her murderers, immobile and serene. 
Zorba? <laughs> Zorba went back to work and cursed the workers. Someone answered him back and Zorba hurled himself at him. He dismissed three others to take their limping friend back with them. He had no mercy. He went to see Bubalina and returned quietly. How is she? Nothing is wrong with her. She's going to die. I followed Zorba back to Dame Hortense's house. Mimiko, the idiot, was in the young widow's garden. He screamed at me through the lemon blossom. Murderer! It wrung my heart to remember those warm arms twined round my neck. The scent of laurel oil, her burning black eyes and those white teeth she rubbed with walnut leaf. I know what luck brings you here so early. Good morning, Uncle Anagnosti. Is she... Poor wretch. I'm not sure you'll find her alive. Over her head, the parrot in his cage, green-capped and yellow, with round, evil eyes. It's all right, my bubulina. I don't want to... I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Zorba, Zorba. I'm here. I'm here. here. Zorba, Zorba, my darling. Help me. I don't want to die. Please. God have mercy. Good morning. We're not too late, are we? Who the devil are you? Vultures. Mourners. Keep them quiet. I'm afraid. And she dug her nails into the pillow, which was stained with tears, saliva, and sweat. Don't. Don't let me. Did you see them in the yard? All the good-for-nothings in a hurry to wring the hen's necks and eat them. They'll plunder the place. She should hurry up and die so we get a chance as well as the others. Be quiet! Damn you! We can get our work done and see what's what at the same time. No one to inherit her stuff, is there? We'll pick up this and that, you'll see. Yeah, that boss. Shut your beaks! Vultures! Thieves! The dying woman was fumbling frantically beneath her pillow. As soon as she had felt threatened, she had searched her old trunk and found the gleaming white bone crucifix and thrust it under her pillow. Sweet Jesus, don't let me be damned. Cannavaro. 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 My dear little Cannavaro. Mother, she's on her way. See them in the yard. They're already helping themselves to rabbits. Let's get on with it. You old bugs, you thieving magpies. Can't you see she's still alive? Get out. Get out. Don't. Get out! Don't! Don't leave me alone! No, please, don't! My dear, don't. Don't. Shh, 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 shh. Easy now. It's all right. I'm here. Zorba is here. Now, 
Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. No. 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 My dear. My Canaveral. Right. She's gone. Get what you can. Pop the hay now. The water's boiling. Sorba. She's gone, my friend. Yeah. Can you close her eyes? Yeah. Yes, boss. Yes. They washed her in wine and dressed her in clean clothes. The marauders had stripped the house bare of knives and forks and plates and food. They drank her wine by the demijohn and caroused happily, clinking glasses. God save her soul! The force is done! Let her off the forfeit! May all her lovers turn into angels and carry her soul to heaven! And they went on screaming and feeding through the trunks and boxes. Old satin, antique sandals, a broken fan, an admiral's three-cornered hat. Not a word, boss. I have to hold on now, boss, or I shall get... I want to see her again, eh? I won't be a minute. He took the parrot's cage down from over her. Easy now. Gently, boy. Come with me. He bent as if to kiss her, and then refrained. Let's go. They're going to take her. We should wait. If you think so, boss. (sighs) They're drunk. No, they can hardly hold the door steady. It's all about. We all have to go the same way. There's a great consolation, boss. They carried her body to the door. The four dancers walked behind with roses behind their ears, half drunk. And the lyre player and men and women carrying pots and pans and chairs and old dresses. And Mamiko behind, calling out, Several days went by. The corn was ripening, insects hummed in the light, and Zorba went daily to the overhead line upon the mountains. It was nearly ready. Zorba would come back worn out, make the fire cook. We never talked of anything. Not Dame Hortense, nor God. We gazed out over the sea, and because of the silence, those eternal but vain questions rose up in me once more. Doesn't your Buddha answer you? Or any of your books? Do they tell you anything? 
Why read the damn things? If they don't tell you that, what do they tell you? They tell about the perplexity of mankind. <laughs> damn their perplexity. And you can, you can shut up. All those years of reading must be tons of paper you've chewed over. For what? To find the questions, I suppose. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I haven't forgotten her, boss. Not really. It's just that for me, uh, a fresh road, fresh plans... I don't think about what happened yesterday. I don't think about what's going to happen tomorrow. It's what's happening today. This minute. That's what I care about. I say, what are you doing at this moment, Zorba? I'm sleeping. Well, sleep well. I'm working. Well, work well. I'm kissing a woman. Well, kiss her well and forget all the rest while you do it. Only you and her. Get on with it. <laughs> when she was alive, Bubulina, no Cannavaro ever gave her as much as old rag and bone Zorba did. Why? Because the Cannavaros of the world think about fleets or kings or stripes and decorations or their wives all the time they're kissing her. But I, I forgot everything else save kissing her. And she knew that old trollop. Oh, she knew. The pulleys were in place, the cable stretched over the pylons. The first of the logs cut and ready high up the mountainside. Tomorrow we'd begin to make our fortunes. And the mad Zacharias came to our door on the beach. There, in the light of the flames from our fire, the monk in torn habit, bareheaded, and reeking of paraffin. I did it. I did as the archangel told me. I did, I did. Zacharias, welcome! <laughs> did you really do it? Yes. I burned it. I burned it. I can see him now. The poor, spavined little mad monk. Stinking of flames and paraffin. He poured paraffin. Taken a light from the lamp before the statue of Christ and burned the place to the ground. He walked away to the sea and said he'd sleep on the sand under the stars. And later, Zorba went to him to trim his beard, he said, and to wrap him in a blanket like a child. The moon came up and spread its livid life over the earth. Boss! Don't be alarmed, boss. Oh. He's dead. His heart just stopped. The engine packed in on him. Well, what can be done about it? Nothing. You're right. You sleep. I've got a few things to do. A miracle to organise. I should have been an abbot. I'd be good at it. I'd pinch every other monstrous customer's. 
Tears? Easy. A tiny wet sponge behind the icons. And the saint weeps at will. Thunderclaps? A machine under the altar. Ghosts? Two trusty monks in sheets. Then bring a crowd of cripples in on Saint's Day and let them see the light and they'll dance for you. <laughs> Zorba, <laughs> you're, you're impossible. <laughs> Tomorrow, boss. <laughs> Sleep well. Uh, right. <laughs> A great piece of engineering. I racked my brains for months. Then, finally, I asked the Holy Virgin for her help. And she came to me with a model. Here, Zorba, she said. Build it just like this and have my blessing. Blessing. We stood by the first pylon, the villagers, the workers, and the usual worthies. Zorba was dressed in his best clothes and told them what they wanted to hear. As he did, we became aware of the sound of chanting. Sometimes I sit on the grey pebbles of Matala Beach and I smell the pine from the forest so far away. And I am reminded. They came demanding to know where Zachariah might be. They came amongst the villagers, those sweating monks, carrying the icon of the Virgin on their shoulders and a cross across the backs of two novices, and asked for generosity. My God! The devils are even going to make money out of that! <laughs> the fat hogs! Hold on, boss. Hey! Reverend Father Abbott, give us a blessing! And we'll loose the first log from high up in the forest. Uh, my son. <clears throat> Lord, found this, uh, this contrivance on solid rock that neither wind nor water may shake it. They dipped the aspergillum in the holy water and sprayed everything in sight. Zorba signalled with the flag. Here it comes! In the name of the Father! The entire structure swayed. Sparks flew. Massive splinters shot through the air. It arrived at the bottom. It'll, it'll be all right. It's working itself in. Next! And of the sun! Zorba, uh, do you think you can stand back? They already have. It'll be fine. You'll see. The Holy Ghost. Run for it. Faster, Spiller. It flew off the end of the cable and far out into the sea. I made a small miscalculation. Next! In the name of the Holy Virgin of Revenge. It came down the cable. And as it came, it tore up one pylon after another until the whole structure collapsed in shrieking timber, whining cogs, a clatter of chains and pulleys. Boss, if we don't eat the suckling pig, no one will. They've all gone, haven't they? Yes, 
Demetrius had a huge splinter in his thigh, and you, you, know, you nearly blinded the abbot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget them. This sheep's perfect, boss. Should I crack you some? Why not? From the back, uh, near the kidney. Uh, I'll bring the barrel of wine. Shame to waste it, uh, isn't it? Well, boss, it's a uh, pity about all that. Sorba! Teach me to dance! To dance, boss? <laughs> to dance? My life just changed, Sorba! I lost all my money, the line, the port, the mine, everything! And I'm so full of joy! I can't... I can't. No, it's okay, I can't. it's okay, boss. Huh? Dance it! Huh? Dance it! Huh? Now listen, huh? Zorba, we'll dance it. Right! Now, listen. Stand up. Very straight. Huh? Zaybe Kikos. We'll dance. Hey. It's well, boss. I warn you. Uh... And follow me, boss. Hey. You ready? Yep. Yeah. Whoopa! Leap! I am boss. And turn and hey. down on your heels, boss. Hey. And yes, up. Cross and yeah. And turn and hit your heel and back and across and yeah. 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 Yes. Boss. That's it now. Now. Faster, boss. And it was as if in some distant corner I had found Liberty playing happily, and I played with her. I learned that what he'd been saying all the time. When confronting powerful but blind necessity, you cry out. And you won't get my soul. I shan't open the door to you. I win. I will. Zorba. My dear, dear friend. I have learned so much from you. You have changed my life. When we go, we can go together. No. You're not free. The string you're tied with is perhaps longer than other people's, but that's all. Come and go and think you're free, but you never cut the string in two. And when people don't cut the string... I'll cut it someday. It's difficult, boss. You need a touch of folly to do it. Your head will always rule, boss. It hangs on to that string tight, the bastard. If you don't break the string, life is like chamomile tea. And you have to want rum. I'm a clodhopper, boss, and words stick between my teeth. I, I can't turn out 
beautiful sentences and so on. I, I can't. You have money, health, youth that you lack, folly. And that's what's missing, boss. And, and when it's uh, missing, well, you... We could stay here, Zorba. No. We will end it quickly. Here and now. Just like that. Like men. Like a Greek hero, like... Uh, Kumbari, Falikari, comrades. And that's the way your real men behave, boss. <laughs> Good night. And he stood up and strode across the beach. I never saw him again. A postcard from time to time. A telegram once from Berlin. I stayed in Athens for a time and Crete, writing. Kyria Nikos, I have a letter. I had dreamed that he came to me as he promised he would if he saw death. I am the schoolmaster here, and I'm writing to inform you of the sad news that Alexis Zorba owner of the copper mine here in Baikal, died last Sunday at six. Schoolmaster, I have a friend in Greece. Write and tell him that until the very last I was in possession of my senses and was thinking of him and tell him whatever I have done, I have no regrets. And tell him uh, it's about time he showed a bit of sense. If a priest comes near to take confession, tell him to clear out and only give me curses. I've done heaps of things, but not enough in my life. Men like me should live a thousand years. Good night. He stood up from his deathbed and went to the window and looked out over the mountains and gripped the window frame and leaned forward and whinnied like a horse. Then death came. His wife asked me to come and stay if I was passing through. Zorba had left me his sanduri to help remember him. I uh, could be her guest. 
And when I left in the morning, I could take the sanduri with me. I wish... No matter. But... In the final episode of Zorba the Greek by Nikos Kazantzakis, Zorba was played by Robert Stevens, Nikos by Michael Maloney, and Hortense by Mary Wimbush. Mavrondoni, Terry Malloy, Mimico, Dominic Taylor, Zacharias, Roger Hume, Andonis, Peter Meekin, Priest, Paul Webster. Woman, Hedley Nicklow, Second Woman, Judy Bennett, Girl, Hilary Martin, Widow, Marion Kemmer. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Zorba the Greek was dramatised for radio by Nick McCarty and was directed in our Pebble Mill studios by Philip Martin. There's more drama tomorrow, this time by Chiu Xiaolong and his creation Inspector Chen. And when the head of the Shanghai anti-corruption squad is found dead in compromising circumstances, Chen is drafted in as special envoy to the emperor with an imperial sword. That's in A Case of Two Cities, here on Radio 4 Extra, at this time tomorrow. The harsh realities of life in the 1920s are vividly evoked in A.J. Cronin's groundbreaking novel The Citadel. Dramatised for Radio 4 Extra across the week, Richard Fleischmann stars as an enthusiastic, newly trained doctor in a Welsh mining town. His idealism is soon tempered by the home truths told by the town's other, more experienced and more cynical medic. Look, my son. I realise you're just passing through on your way to Harley Street. But in the meantime, there's one or two things about Drenef you need to know about. Go on. There's no hospital, no ambulance, no x-rays, no nothing. You operate on the kitchen table and you wash up after at the scullery bosh. Sanitation, you can forget it. In a dry summer, the kids die like flies with infantile cholera. And in a wet one, with TB. That's what we're dealing with. The novel, which is credited with partly inspiring Nye Bevan to create the NHS, The Citadel, by A.J. Cronin. Next Monday to Friday at 2.15, on BBC Sounds and Radio 4 Extra.